Hey there, thanks so much for joining us for our blog this week on the Mathmite Showdown Subtraction Edition. My name is Shannon from Strategic Intervention Solutions. Um, at the beginning of kindergarten, we want students to start to think of the process of subtraction as taking something away, or they even call it minus, for example. So for example, if I had eight M&Ms and I ate three, how many do I have left? But as kids start to progress, higher in math and into parts of first grade, we want them to transition to the understanding of subtraction as the distance between two numbers. This is especially important as we start to work with missing add-in. For example, I want to have 13, but I only have nine. So how many more do I need to get to 13? This type of problem really uses the concept of the difference by giving you either the minuend or the subtratend to help you solve the equation. Using the counting up strategy or determining the distance between the two numbers can really help a student to understand what a subtraction problem is actually asking for. And when students miss this conceptual understanding of, of subtraction, it can have a greater implication later on and with more advanced problems with different math, math concepts. Take my son Connor, for example. The other night, I was helping him with his fifth grade division homework. In division, the goal is to dwindle down the number based on how many groups of that number are in it, making sure that you observe the place value of the hundreds, the tens, and the ones. Connor's problem was 243 divided by nine. He knew that 100 groups of nine wouldn't go into 243, so he put a zero for the hundreds. He thought that at least 20 groups of nine would go into 243, however, so he took the 20 times nine, which gave him 180. And then he was faced with it, the subtraction problem of 243 minus 180. Since he's been taught the traditional method of subtraction, he started in the ones column and subtracted the three minus one, pretty easy. But then when he got to the tens, he was stopped by the four minus eight. For me, this was a no-brainer. How far is it between 180 to 240? Those are even friendly numbers. But when I asked Connor that question, he said, I don't do it that way. I just go next door and borrow. He then went through the regrouping process to solve the problem. I was shocked. If he thought about those two numbers in the number line, it really is not that complex. Starting at 180, it's 20 more to get to 200, and another 40 to get 240 for the total of 60. Even just looking at the difference between 18 and 24, if you were to look at that, not necessarily in their values, it would have been simpler to kind of have, you know, two more to get to 20 and then four more to get to 24 or a total of six. But the concept of subtraction being used, the distance between two numbers wasn't on his radar, even though it would have saved him time to make less complicated problems with the re than the regrouping process. This situation tells me that as kids get older, uh, subtraction comes back to haunt them. If they're only learning the T-Pops, the regrouping strategy, even though I love Mr. T-Pops, it really is just memorizing a procedure with the concept they're not really understanding or they're not really applying the place value. Subtraction's the math might way. As we start to do number talks with subtraction with the math mites, I'm always blown away to hear students talk about how they go about solving problems, subtraction problems, with just how they understand what they're doing with solving these different problems. Their overall communicative reasoning is just profound. One of the teachers told me a boy in her class was solving 110 minus 82. 
using Springling. Springling likes to hop long distances and she hates it going by one because it flattens her fur. The boy was really struggling with the distance from 82 to 90 and he told her, Springling is not going to like me very much. Her fur is going to be really flat because I had to go by ones. Once he got from 82 to 90, he hopped to 100, then 110, but and had really internalized the strategy because he knew there was probably a more efficient way of hopping. I mean, that's kind of amazing to hear that kids have that kind of a connection with what we're doing with strategies. Those kinds of conversations are exactly what we want. It tells us that students are understanding the strategy and can apply it, apply it independently in a number talk, which means they're ready for an activity like the Math Might Showdown. Math Might Showdown Subtraction Edition. Clearly, this is very similar to the Math Might Addition Edition from last week, just using subtraction problems. We also have different characters specific to subtraction that are featured in the game. The materials needed are the Math Might Subtraction Dice for second grade and up. The dice feature the Math Might Friends and that are an all-star part of our, you know, star performance piece in our subtraction poster. There is Springling, Mini and Subby, DC, and T-Pops. Springling and Mini and Subby are represented twice. The Math Might pencil toppers are needed. For first grade, we just really are going to focus on Springling. Second grade and up are going to use all four characters, Springling, Mini and Subby, DC, and T-Pops. You need a pencil cup, a blank sheet of paper, clear counters, 10 of one color per player, one game board. Choose one based on what you're working on in your classroom with your students. Place the game board in the clear sleeve in the middle of the players along with the pencil cup containing sharpened pencils with the toppers of the math mites. Level one, since early on we focus on counting up to find the distance between two numbers, Springling is the only math mite strategy we really want first graders to understand. For, so for our level one game board is really going to be the best. We can't really use the dice for this level since we're only using Springling, but we've created a specialized game board for students who are working on the double digit minus a single digit problem so they can practice using the Springling pencil topper. If they're doing 12 minus seven, they can think of an open number line and show how instead of hopping by ones, they can start at seven and hop three to the 10 and then up to the two to get to where they're going to the 12. They count their hops, three plus two, it equals five. Kids can put the counters in the game board, solving it with a springling pencil, and then the next player can go until all the problems are taking, taken. If a student gets a in problem incorrect, they don't get to put a counter on that problem and it remains available for others to solve. You could also use this game with a whole number class, a whole class number talk as well. Level two and three. Level two and three, are a great way for other subtraction game boards to use at the Math Might Showdown. The subtraction addition are for students to show off their math strategies, the variety of subtraction problems. One game board is a two digit minus a two digit. Students can roll the die, find out what strategy they're going to use, grab the corresponding Math Might pencil, and then select a problem from the board to solve using the strategy. Maybe they roll T-Pops. So they use T-Pops pencil topper to apply the strategy. Once the problem is solved correctly, the student keeps their counter on the problem. If anyone feels the problem is incorrect, the next player has an opportunity to solve the problem using the same strategy. 
The problem continues around until it is solved correctly, and the player who does get it gets to put their counter or kind of own that problem. Then the play goes back to normal, and the next player gets to roll the die. For level two, students can try the, actually, the accountability sheets is one of the nice things that I love about this is that it's already built into the game because students can really, you know, write their turn on a scratch piece of paper and you can see how they're working through it. For level two, students can try to solve the problems, as many problems as possible until the game board is filled. For level three, students can try to get four in a row vertically, horizontally, or diagonally. This level forces students to be more creative and flexible with their problem-solving strategies because they might be forced to apply a strategy to a problem that might not be the most effective choice in order to block the other players they can get four in a row. I like having students roll the die first and then pick their problem, but you could also have the students select a problem first and then use whatever strategy they want when they roll the, when they roll the die. Uh, they would kind of select it first and then roll it. Either way, it forces the students to think outside the box to really show off their knowledge for problem solving in the showdown. The rest of the game boards feature two by two, two digit minus two digit problems, decimal problems. We left a blank game board for you so you could fill in your own problems. You could um, use problems for your students who might be struggling in your class and have them lend themselves to a certain strategy that you want them to practice. Math Might Showdown is certainly a versatile tool. It could be a game, extra practice, a partner number talk, or even a whole class activity. We'd love to hear how you're implementing the Math Might Showdown. If you haven't gotten your Math Might pencil toppers and dice yet, add them to your cart today on our website. Use the promo code MM for Math Might's Love, L-O-V-E, to get 10% off. This applies to the Math Might character bundle only. We hope that you'll join us next week as we start to do some different videos. You can also watch the video tutorials that really model for the Math Might Showdown how the videos, um, you know, are really looking at the strategies that we're using with Math Mites in case you need some extra help with that. And then the following week, we're going to be um, doing next week a fraction game called Uncover Cover that you can use the video with your kids in your classroom. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today, and we will see you next time.